Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. Our compatriot Noel is on adventures, but will be returning. They call me Ben. We're joined as always with our super producer, all mission control decant. Most importantly, you are you, you are here. And that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. Now, Matt, I don't often say this uh, because I don't want to be alarmist. But today's episode is something that everyone needs to pay close attention to. Uh, This is an ongoing situation. This is a serious situation. And it's one, frankly, that we could use your help with. We meaning not just Matt and Paul and myself, uh, but everyone listening, especially parents with young children. Let's start with something wholesome. You will be glad we did. (laughs) I can Mm -hmm. assure you. So, uh, Matt, you remember the Gerber baby? I do remember the Gerber baby. I've recently seen the Gerber baby as of several years ago when I was taking their products and putting them into my son. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. The Gerber baby is probably one of the most famous babies in modern history. And like the Marlboro Man of old, the Gerber baby is actually several different babies uh, in, since 1928 or so, the companies use this adorable face of, of this tyke to sell their products to, to parents uh, around the U.S. and the world. Interesting fact, uh, for a long time, the identity of the actual baby was a secret until the mm-hmm. late 70s. But as the years went on, the company began holding these wildly popular contests to choose the next Gerber baby. Uh, so there are there are probably people in the crowd today who who uh, were contestants in that, you know, uh, without their consent, of course, it was their parents or people who have said, hey, my baby's cute. Maybe my baby is Gerber baby cute. In some ways, it's like this American tradition now, and it's probably going to stand the test of time, but not for the reason you might think. 
It's going to stand the test of time because nowadays Gerber is a subsidiary of another much, much larger company. Yeah, one that we've talked about before. For us, it was in the context of water, which they're very much known for. And there's also a lot of water in Gerber products, but that doesn't mean that's why we're talking about them. The, the company, you'll remember, is Nestle. Known for their chocolate, the activities they engage in to get that chocolate from a bean state to your local grocery store. Known, of course, for bottled water and their extensive work in that regard. Uh, we've covered these, as, as Matt said, in previous episodes. But did you know, conspiracy realists, that Nestle is also this country's largest purveyor of baby food, just the umbrella term baby food. That's where our story begins. It's a story that we have all been characters in, whether our part in the story started when we were four to six months of age, when babies typically begin eating solid food, or whether our story starts later in life when we were parents, babysitters, uh, elder siblings or guardians, this industry at some point in some way affects every single person on the planet. So let's talk about it. Let's dive in. Here are the facts. Baby food. Yeah, baby food. A lot of times the first food is milk from your mother. If you're a mammal, that's generally how the story goes. But for a myriad of reasons, that's not always in the cards for everyone. So there are things like baby products, baby formula, baby food. And like Ben said, around four to six months, that food starts to change. And my goodness, we were all babies and we all need food. And it is a difficult thing to make baby food for your own child on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So that, and that means there's a lot of baby food and it means that it's a large market, essentially. Lots of people trying to buy different baby food, which means it's a huge competitive industry. Lots of companies trying to vie for that market share. And retail sales in the baby food segment were about $71.4 billion U.S. Dollars in 2018. Wow. And it's expected that in three years, that number, $71.4 billion, will jump... <laughs> to $98.9 billion. Um, and that's that jump is a whole bunch of reasons, everything from inflation to the number of people actually eating the baby food. There, there's a bunch of stuff that goes into that projection, but it is going to grow. And we're getting some of these from Statistica. So those numbers you just heard are U.S., but uh, this projection, uh, this, this projection has a lot of, different factors that can come into play. I love that you pointed that out, Matt. We're not just talking about projected births. We're also talking about parts of the world where people have rising income. So people who were traditionally having to make uh, baby food at home can maybe now spend a little bit more of that extra income at the grocery store buying these products. In 2019, China officially became the largest single market for baby food uh, India comes in second place. The U.S. ranks sixth. One uh, incredibly depressing U.S. baby food fact I found, because as you know, Matt, I'm not conventionally reading about baby food. Uh, <laughs> baby food, dude, it is one of the most frequently shoplifted items in the entirety of the U.S. That's, that, that is a statement that is true and has uh, an anthology of heartbreaking stories behind it. You know, it, it reminds me of that old short story that's so often attributed unprovably to Hemingway for sale, baby shoes never worn. Oh yeah. Hemingway got it right. And it's not always shoplifting. Many times it's, Oh wow. This kid grew a lot faster than we expected. My son went, I think he had, he's had two pairs of shoes now that we bought for him. He tried them on, wore them for about a week and then it was over. And he couldn't wear them anymore. And that's just how it goes. But yeah, you're right. There are a lot of reasons why, through circumstance, you may have to turn to getting food for your baby or, you know, something that you need for your baby and you just can't afford it. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Necessity is one of the uh, greatest 
motivators for the breaking of social norms, right? Uh, or the breaking of laws. So let's look at the players in the baby food industry. Right now, if you look at baby food in general and you include infant formula, uh, which can replace the mother's milk uh, that, that you have mentioned, Matt, uh, you'll see that this market is largely dominated by three outfits, Nestle, a group called Reckett Benkiser, also known as Mead Johnson, and another one that I wasn't too familiar with. I don't know if you had heard of the Matt Danone. Danone? No, I know Danon. I don't know Danone. D-A-N-O-N-E. Not sure about them. But yeah, together, those three firms control 45% of the global market share when it comes to this stuff. That's, that's a lot of control for three companies. Oh, uh, also fact check. Fact check live which we usually yeah. don't have to do. Uh, it's a French company. It's pronounced Danone. Oh, Danone. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. For anybody who is going to hear uh, the conspiracy we're unraveling and their primary objection would be the mispronunciation there. Mm -hmm. If that's what we got in front of that. Yeah, think about that. They control almost half of the global market share. And there are other players in the game, of course, but these are the titans of this industry. Ingredients, regulations. All right, let's say it. Baby food, I just always assumed, was not considered particularly appetizing to many adults, or many kids for that matter. Uh, I, I was somewhat incorrect in that assumption. I, I found that uh, there, there's a, a, a whole wealth of literature of recipes that use baby food as ingredients for, for adults. And there's some adults who like baby food. Either way, it's not going to hurt you if you eat it as an adult. Uh, it does play this vital role in childhood development. Like you were saying, Matt, and I remember, you know, when, when your son was uh, even younger, you were like, this kid is growing so fast. I'm like, oh, that's so wholesome and heartwarming. And you're like, no, dude, I have to buy clothes and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's like right right now he's out of clothes, essentially, because he's outgrown them over the past couple of months. And my goodness, it is it's not cheap, you guys. Thank goodness for places. Oh, I'm going to blank on the name now. Kid to kid, I think is what it's called. Places like that where it's hand me down clothes that because all these parents, everyone, you are probably in the same situation out there where you just you need to get rid of these clothes. You need to get new clothes. You can trade them. Kid to kid, not sponsored by them, but they're great. It, it is so true. And, and this baby food is highly important, as you said, for the, for the nutrition of these children. And I'm going to have to point out some of the newer baby foods, at least newer to me since I've become a parent, are actually pretty good. It's essentially like a fruit and vegetable smoothie, but it's more of a puree than a, you know, a, a, a juice or something. And mm -hmm. it's actually pretty tasty because it's just, you know, you're you're getting actual strawberries in there. Um, it's not so bad. At least it doesn't taste immediately so bad. Yeah, there we go. I mean, kids, human kids grow at a breakneck pace and ha need a steady supply of nutritious food. This is not a hot take. The multiple, a, a multitude of studies show that a lack of proper nutrition even in one specific area or another, can have these damaging permanent effects on people throughout the rest of their lives. Uh, malnutrition is, is a great example. Like if you look at certain generations of people born in South Korea and people born in the DPRK, you'll notice that there is a observable, statistically consistent difference in height because uh, residents of the DPRK, the vast majority for a time, were laboring under food insecurity. So everybody knows this is true. Everybody knows this is not the part that's a hot take. These are just the facts, folks. In the U.S., there's an outfit called the Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition. They're responsible for the regulation of infant formula specifically, amid a number of other things. So we have people with eyes on this and even the most extreme opponents of big government in the audience, even, even the most extreme of libertarians can see the value inherent in having some sort of authority, keeping eye on food manufacturers here. So this should be the opposite of a hot button or controversial issue, right? 
Yeah, of course. Why, why would there be any problems here? I mean, right? There is a problem. And it's a problem that's been around for a while. And we're going to tell you exactly what it is and how bad it is right after a word from our sponsor. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Here's where it gets crazy. So, uh, contamination, baby food. It's a real thing. It's not some alarmist opinion, whatever. There was a landmark congressional study just released earlier this month as uh, Matt and I record this on February 4th. 4th, 2021, Congress found that despite the existence of some regulations, literal tons and tons and tons of baby food products are contaminated such that you probably want to think twice before you give them to your children. This wasn't an isolated incident, folks. This was not like Company A, uh, some factory for Company A had a bad day or got some crap carrots and used them anyway, uh, or some apple cherry puree. I don't even know if that's a thing, Matt. But instead, this study, they found that uh, a wealth of baby food products are contaminated with something called toxic heavy metals, inorganic arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury in particular. And 
These aren't the only toxic heavy metals that historically have been found in foods, especially in baby foods. But these four are the ones that are focused on in this congressional uh, study. And the four metals, they're bad, you guys. All four are considered by the WHO to be the top in the top 10 chemicals of concern when it comes to children, infants and, and younger younger children. Um, all of them have been linked to things like cancer, chronic diseases of all sorts, neurotoxic effects, learning disabilities, all kinds of things. And their detrimental effects are way worse for developing brains, for young brains, as compared to adults and, uh, you know, grown, grown folk such as us. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, I am, again, in this episode, we're going to make a little bit light of some of this in order to get through it, but this is very, very serious and we're going to take it seriously. Yeah. I mean, consider, I, I know as soon as a lot of us heard that, the L word, as soon as a lot of us heard lead in baby food, we were thinking of the longitudinal studies linking crime to early lead exposure, right? Often through pipes and municipal water systems and so on. But yeah, it gets worse. It gets much, much worse. According to uh, Representative Raja Krishnamurthy, who is the chairman of the Subcommittee on Economic and Consumer Policy, the congressional investigation that the subcommittee conducted quote, revealed that manufacturers knowingly sell, not sold, knowingly sell tainted baby food to unsuspecting parents in spite of internal company test results showing high levels of these toxic metals without any warning labels, right? Which from a pure profit motive makes sense. You're a parent, you're going to, you have to buy some kind of baby food. You pick up two items, next to each other on the shelf, you flip them around, look at the ingredients, and one of them has a warning that says, may contain lead. Which one are you going to go for, you know? Yeah, or, you know, may contain lead, arsenic, cadmium, and other terrible things like mercury. Um, yeah, you're not going to buy that. Um, and there, we're going we're gonna to break this stuff down even further, and there are reasons why there are no labels on there. And there are also reasons why that the testing that is done by these companies is flawed. Uh, but for now, what it does mean is that the manufacturers of a lot of these baby foods were aware that these substances were in their products and they still let, let them get purchased and they still manufactured them and they just kept going. Um, because that they knew that there were potential dangers and it doesn't mean that these at least right now, if you're a parent and listening to this and you probably just fed your child some something from Beech Nut or Gerber or whoever it was, um, it doesn't mean your baby is immediately in, you know, in peril because of this. It doesn't mean your child is at risk right now in this moment because you fed them one thing of baby food. But it does mean feeding them over time could be a real risk. And the companies that sold it to you knew. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yikes. And kept doing it, not just yeah. in the U.S., but around the world. They're explicitly aware of the potential dangers here. So according to a guy named Dr. Leonardo Trasande, who is a professor of pediatrics at the NYU Grossman School of Medicine, also the director of the Center for the Investigation of Environmental Hazards over at NYU, uh, according to this doctor, Critics have been raising concerns about the possibility of this contamination for years. This is not yeah. breaking news uh, to the public. I mean, it definitely wasn't breaking news to the companies. In 2017, there was a nonprofit organization still around called Clean Label Project, and they released findings from a study they had commissioned that showed uh, the same thing we're talking about today. I think they focused specifically on arsenic, lead, and mercury in their findings. And they found these again in the leading brand, uh, brand name products for infant formula and baby food. And then there was another study that came out just last year. Wait, nope, two years ago now, yep. 2021. This came yep. out in 2019. Yes, yeah. A study from Healthy Babies Bright Futures came out in October of 2019. They took it a step further from the 2017 study. They looked at 168 baby foods. They were looking for the same stuff 
arsenic, lead, mercury, cadmium, and they found some terrible things. And right now, if you go online and search, I think how I found it was toxic baby food 2019. That's a good way to find it. Or just look up that organization, Healthy Babies, Bright Futures. You can find what we're about to tell you. Um, They found 95% of all of these foods that they tested contained at least one of the heavy metals, and one in four of the baby foods contained all four. So a quarter of that 168 different types of baby food contained all four heavy metals. Yeah, yeah. And um, amid these metals, lead was the worst offender. So we we know a lot about how lead can affect developing human minds. Uh, 94% of the baby foods tested contained some degree of lead. Cadmium and arsenic followed. They were in about three quarters, around three quarters of all the baby food tested. And you know what I was thinking, Matt? Uh, maybe there's a way for manufacturers to spin Things that contain, I don't think you could get away with this with lead. Too many people know about it. But if what if you change the label to now with 10% more cadmium? Cadmium sounds just enough like <laughs> calcium that people would be fooled. If you used a selective font, you could oh, probably God. get away with it. <laughs> yeah, make it papyrus, make it something classy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so... Uh, mercury was the least common of these. Uh, mercury was in less than a little less than one third of the food tested. So comparatively, I guess that's not so bad. This yeah. is dark. But you can find like one other thing they found that is useful for any parent listening today is that um, some foods were more likely to have this stuff. And we'll also explain why later in today's episode. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about rice in particular, which is something that tends to have more arsenic. So rice-based cereals and snacks were particularly high in this stuff. And juices, dude, there have been so many studies over the years about juices. And and it's for the same things we're going to talk about today, the same processes that these heavy metals get into these products. We're going to tell you about that. But juices, good Lord. Uh, Cranberry juice, you guys, was my absolute all-time favorite thing for so many years. And now, I'm just thinking twice. I feel like my IQ has been reduced several points, at least according really? to some of the studies, because of the amount of cranberry juice I have taken into my body. Uh, well, wait, wait. Doctors <laughs> recommend cranberry juice for people with kidney problems. Yeah, well, and guess where heavy metals go? Your kidneys. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm kind of joking about that part, but uh, I really did drink a lot of cranberry juice. Um, another thing are like tubers, in, mm. in especially sweet potatoes, things that grow in the ground, root vegetables. Carrots, uh, et cetera. They can be especially dangerous as well. Yeah, which has got to be a surprise for a lot of us because rice snacks are often sold as a healthy alternative. Right um, to to various things, and of course they're all over. I almost said the cereal community. They're all over <laughs> the big cereal brands, you know, because uh, rice is an inexpensive foodstuff, and it can be uh, very nutritious. So, four of the seven rice cereals that are specifically for infants that this study tested uh, contained inorganic arsenic, and that's the more toxic form. Of, of this metal, uh, the levels of arsenic, of this type of arsenic that were in there, exceeded the FDA's proposed limit of 100 parts per billion. So the FDA for this arsenic, for this case, does have a proposed limit, which is, hey guys, like you're talking to loud kids at a dorm, hey guys, keep your arsenic levels down to 100 parts per billion. Um, there We're going to talk about yeah. the FDA and baby foods, right? Towards yes. the ends of this? Yeah, okay, we great. Have to. Yeah. Good. Uh, only there, there is a little bit of light in the tunnel, but it's faint and it's distant. Of the un, 168 baby foods tested, some were found not to contain traces of any of these four metals. Exactly nine baby foods of 168 were found to be clean. 
So these studies are, are in large part what prompted this congressional investigation. And in the course of this investigation, the Congress asked seven of the largest baby food producers in the U.S. to give their own internal documents and their own test results. Because naturally, you know, part of being a food company and selling to the public means that you have to have internal testing. There are safety standards of some sort you have to meet. Here's the thing, though, Matt. Four companies replied to the request. Nurture, Beechnut, Hain, and Gerber. But a couple of companies just didn't do it. Imagine that. Like, what level are you at when Congress asks you for something and you go, eh? Well, you're at Walmart level. <laughs> right, <laughs> specifically, sure. Um, which is one of the companies that did not respond. Also, Campbell, like Campbell Soup. They produce quite a bit of baby food, as well as Sprout Organic Foods, which I have to say is one of the biggest brands that my family chose to feed our son, uh, which troubles me greatly. But that's okay. That's okay. So yeah, they they didn't respond. They didn't. Uh, they didn't give the investigators anything. Um, and it made them, you know, the people who are looking into this, quote, greatly concerned. Yeah. And that's that is a verbatim quote, but it doesn't doesn't quite nail the reaction that people people would be having. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, several of the companies, we should note, to be fair, have released public statements in response to this or have responded to members of the media asking them about it. Uh, You can read those statements online. They are pretty much exactly what you expect, which is uh, the gist is. We test rigorously for any materials or anything that can't legally be included in this stuff. Or the way it'll sometimes be phrased is we uh, rigidly adhere to all federal guidelines. Or yeah, something or like FDA that. standards or something right. like that. And one of the major things you'll read in these statements is that they test each product as it comes in. So one of the major things we're going to continue on here is that they test the carrot when it comes in and gets ready for the manufacturing process. They test the apple. They test, you know, the individual foods. The big question though is, are they actually testing the end product? And where, where are those numbers? Because that's what this investigation was looking at the actual product and the containers too. Right. Yeah. That's how they would, that's some of the metrics the studies use or some of the language. So specific examples of this kind of stuff include, of course, Beechnut, Gerber, that's a bummer, Plum Organics, Parents' Choice, many, 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 many more. (sighs) And I know these names are familiar to a lot of folks listening to the show today and maybe to my Uh, co-host. Dude, I know, the the Plum Organics one too. Dude, as a parent, like you're trying to... You're trying to give your kid the best stuff, no matter who you are, no matter where you are. You want to give your kid the best stuff you can afford and, you know, the the best foods you have access to, the healthiest things. And I swear to you, man, a lot of these foods market themselves and conv- they market themselves as being healthy. They convince you as a parent that you're doing the right thing. And I'm not saying that you're doing the wrong thing by feeding your kids these things. It's just, it's a, it feels like a real betrayal knowing that they knew. Right, right. And of course, none of this is medical advice. We're just, we're giving you the lay of the lay of this um, disturbing land. So how, how about this? We should point out that there are doubtlessly other products out there containing these poisons This is the beginning of what may end up being an even larger list. We're going to pause for a word from our sponsor, and we'll return to talk a little bit about how we as a society got here, the potential health effects, and what, if anything, you can do as an individual or uh, your communities can do as a group to combat this problem. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're back. The danger here is not theoretical. The danger here is proven. It is clear these substances can cause harm to a baby's developing brain and nervous system both while they're in utero and after birth, uh, impacts can include things like the permanent loss of intellectual capacity. And they've also been linked to things like ADHD or autism. All four of these antagonists in this story are linked to IQ loss from exposures early in life. The evidence is here. There's hard science behind it. The science behind it spans decades The research is ongoing and it keeps proving the same stuff. There were at least 23 studies published in the last seven or eight years that confirm the impact specifically of these toxic heavy metals on the healthy development of children. These studies are available. These studies are things that manufacturers of baby food would have been well aware of at the time, uh, at least in part it appears, according to Congress, because their own internal testing confirmed it. Yeah. So let's 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 now jump to the FDA. Right. And like what do they say? What are what are the safe levels of some of these heavy metals? Are there any safe levels? What does that look like? How do you measure that kind of stuff? Well, 
In order to get a handle on this, we are forced to look at drinking water statistics yeah, and FDA guide. Yeah, FDA guidelines and uh, a couple like EPA guidelines for drinking water. So according to this congressional report and according to the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA has a limit allowable level of some of this stuff in bottled water. So when you're talking about when you're talking about arsenic, it's 10 parts per billion of this inorganic arsenic, this particular type of the metal. When you're talking about lead, it's capped at five parts per billion as the allowable amount and cadmium five parts per billion. Okay, so really low, 10, 5, and 5 parts per billion to be safe in drinking water. The EPA, when it looks at this, has capped the allowable level of mercury in drinking water at 2 parts per billion. Again, almost nothing. Almost zero. Um, But then we got to look at the test results of these baby foods, and it is pretty astounding, the levels that were found. Right. The test results for baby food and their ingredients, back to your earlier point, Matt, uh, Congress says they eclipse those levels. Uh, There are results that are up to 91 times the allowable level of arsenic, again, in bottled water, up to 177 times the level of lead, 69 times, nice, the level of cadmium, and up to five times Uh, the level of mercury. And again, remember, we said mercury is the one that seems to occur the least often. So why are we using bottled water? Why? Why did, Matt, why did you say we're forced to use the standards for bottled water? Well, that's because there are no FDA standards for these heavy metals in baby food. Um, They don't, they don't exist. There are no standards for them. That's wild. Why? Eh, Because they're babies. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. Matt was at the meeting. (laughs) The FDA. Yeah, it's just, it feels like insanity. I I don't understand. Yeah, it's unacceptable. And, and, you know, we want to be clear. When we're talking about institutions doing this kind of stuff, we're not saying uh, you working for the FDA or your friend working for the FDA is somehow inherently a bad person. These are things that happen collectively with institutions. Uh, there, maybe there were some lobbyists putting their thumb on the scale. I would not at this point be in the least surprised. Um, maybe there was just a, a, an overwhelming amount of paperwork, but the end result is that Kids are li- literally eating lead and cadmium and arsenic and mercury. So that is where we are now. There are some proposed limits, but the FDA doesn't have these hard limits in. That's why we had to compare it to bottled water. What is to be done? Well, as we said at the top, this does not have an easy answer. There's not one particular institution that can correct it. If the FDA came back today and said these levels have to be this, then manufacturers would, of course, be legally bound to scramble to meet those constraints. But look, it's it's so easy to make someone the bad guy. It's yeah. not as if these manufacturers are like sitting around on their coffee break from their Illuminati meeting Uh, or their Bohemian Grove meeting and saying, you know what would be fun? It would be a real, like a real kick for all of us. Uh, Since we're out of adrenochrome, why don't we just start adding stuff to baby food? They didn't think about it like that. They didn't scheme to purposefully put dangerous substances in your children's food. That food comes from somewhere else. It doesn't come from those factories, right? It comes from the soil and that food grows in the soil, using nutrients and using water. Uh, When the land and the water and the air are contaminated, then we are already starting out at a fundamental disadvantage in the supply chain. Even if you're a billion-dollar company, right now there are only so many places in the world where you can get certain crops. It's true. That's just a reality. That's not a hot take. So these substances are also all elements that are occurring in the wild now 
because they've been frequently used in pesticides for like the last century or so. And they didn't ever go away. They're still in the soil. They're still in the groundwater, even if they stopped being used in pesticides a decades ago. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean the um, the missteps of the past were uh, were somehow negated and the bill yeah. bill in short comes due. Uh, yeah, that's very true. And there's also a lot of these particularly lead that were just pumped out in the air through automobiles for a long time. When you're when you're thinking about diesel and the lead that was contained in there, lead paint, all kinds of lead products that just ended up in the environment. Uh, there are a lot of reasons that the soil itself, as you said, Ben, is going to be contaminated because the air was contaminated, because the water was contaminated at some point, because X was contaminated at some point. It continues to be uh, polluted and contaminated. And it's, um, it's, it is a very tough situation knowing that, knowing that I think it's around 1% of the Earth's land area is actually able to be uh, or to be used for producing crops. It's a very small amount of the earth that humanity can actually use to grow its food. And, you know, what are you going to do when you can't use it? Let alone the whole, was it the phosphorus? Yeah. It was the fo- phosphorus thing where we're running out. Of That's phosphorus. been on your mind for a while. Huh? <laughs> it really is on my mind, dude. It also <laughs> may be, out. Um, to, to take us in maybe a slightly less, hopefully less depressing uh, tangent, uh, did you know that phosphorus is being considered as one of the markers of possible life on other planets or intelligent life? Like in the search, in the search for stuff, we've been the human species has been looking for uh, evidence of water, evidence of other things like carbon, etc. But uh, phosphorus may end up being the key. It's more important than a lot of people think. And don't don't let them fool you, Ben. They're just looking for phosphorus so we can take it and bring it back here because we need it. <laughs> uh, phosphorus heist. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. I would be. I would crew on that mission. Uh, according to the World Bank, the percentage of arable land, the well, percentage of the world's total land area that could be considered agricultural. It's pretty high. It's 37.7%. But the part that can be considered arable land, which is what I think we're really talking about, is only 10.6%. And that number number may decrease over time. Uh, Well, a little better than 1%. So thank goodness. Thank goodness. For now. now. All right. (laughs) Uh, but, But okay, so here's another question. If the FDA has not set those minimal levels, it's a messed up question, but it's one our show has to ask. Are these manufacturers breaking the law in their conspiracy to put profits over the health of children? It is a conspiracy, totally. But uh, is it an illegal conspiracy at this point? Mm, That's tough. I'll I'll have them talk to my attorneys. Wait, I'll have to hire some attorneys. But yeah, I don't want to get sued by these Guys, you know, my big baby. No, please. Not that. <laughs> so uh, there are there are advocates who believe that there's a, a strong legal case here. About a week after that report published earlier this February, a law firm got involved. Their name is Balm, Headland, Aristi and Goldman. And they have started accepting lawsuit cases uh, about toxic baby food for parents who purchase food from any of those brands uh, and have children who have been diagnosed with autism or ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Uh, But again, but again, none of that cleanses the ecosystem of these contaminants. And from what we understand of the current science, nobody really knows how to 100% get the uh, genie back in the bottle here. Or if there is a way, it's still largely theoretical and multiple institutions are unwilling to bear the cost of the attempt itself. So the current hope right now, amidst the, uh, the nonprofit groups, the concerned parents, the politicians, everybody, is that the findings of these and other studies might spur manufacturers to do more testing and to change their practices as much as possible to get these levels down. Uh, but then we have to ask, we have to ask about the other folks in the, in the crowd, the other folks who are affected 
by this supply chain. The parents, like what if what if you are listening to this episode and this is the first time you're learning about this? Your first question is, what the hell do I do now? Yeah, uh, yeah, what the hell do I do? And, and in order to discuss that, you have to talk about a few things. The first one is that um, it appears because of how these heavy metals function, we are talking about a cumulative effect when it comes to these things. And it's not a, you get dosed one time by eating, you know, a particular baby food that has some arsenic in it. And then now your child has issues. The problem is it's cumulative. So I've been, I've been watching way too much daytime TV where they've had experts on talking about this, Ben. I, I've been watching so much. You remember that show, The Doctors? Vaguely, yes. They did a fairly good job, actually, by having numerous experts on and getting some competing opinions here. Um, but the the takeaway from all of them together, I would say, is that pediatricians say that you just need to, if you are feeding your child baby food, you need to just limit the number of these things they're eating and supplement it with really fresh fruits. Generally, it's what, what they're saying and grains, not rice. Um, that, that's just the first thing. I'm just going to put that out there. That's what I have heard and that your child is not, you know, in danger just for eating, you know, one pouch or whatever that has some of these metals in it. Right, right. This is not a death sentence. This is there. There's a cumulative aggregate effect at play with exposure to almost any substance. But it does make it. There's a trust issue then that I have, at least personally, when it comes to this stuff, because as a parent, it feels like my trust, like the trust between me and these baby food manufacturers has been broken. Then it's making me question, you know, the advice I'm getting from daytime TV experts who are being paid to go on television and, you know, who a lot of times are sponsored by these big companies. Uh, so it's, it's tough to know. It's really tough to know. The good thing is that there are all kinds of resources out there online that you can check out. You can educate yourself and you can make the best decisions, you know, at least for that you can for you and your family. Yeah. Yeah, and and the, some of the nonprofits we mentioned earlier have have advice as well uh, on how to combat the rate of heavy metal consumption by exactly as you described, Matt, uh, finding safer alternatives to baby foods that may be on these lists or uh, found to contain these substances. You know, oatmeal instead of rice cereal or barley, etc. Maybe frozen bananas to replace teething uh, cookies or biscuits. However, as any current or expecting parent knows, the world is full of advice for you. The cup of unsolicited parenting advice runneth over, you know, like, and these sources of advice are not created equally. Uh, don't don't be fooled. I mean, you don't don't assume that everybody's a, a automatically a bad actor, but don't let someone's opinion or persuasive writing fool you into thinking what you are reading is automatically factual. Uh, it, it stinks right now that the burden of research is on people who have often just entered the busiest time of their adult lives uh, and are trying to like sleep. Occasionally, yeah. it stinks that part of that part of that burden falls on you as a parent to do the digging, do the research, to not be afraid of writing directly to companies with questions. If you don't feel like you're getting satisfactory answers uh, searching online, uh, the, I guarantee you these companies have people whose entire job, their full time job is to field and answer these questions. So they will be there. Um, and then even if you. Find a blog that you really like, look for the science, look for the boring stuff, look for the numbers, look for the studies. Uh, that congressional report is available freely online. The studies that we mentioned are also freely available online. This stuff is not, you know, this is not a secret military program. Hopefully, uh, this stuff should all be declassified and for public consumption. And now we arrive at your part of the story fellow conspiracy realists, as Matt and I said at the top, we need your help. 
How do you think this contamination can or should be addressed? Uh, do these companies owe any kind of compensation to the children and the parents involved? I mean, how would that even work? That's a huge question. Uh, and, and perhaps most importantly, do you have a personal story or experience you would like to share with us or your fellow listeners? Uh, if so, please let us know. Uh, we try to be easy to find online. Yeah, that's right. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, where we are Conspiracy Stuff, Conspiracy Stuff Show on Instagram. You can check out Here's Where It Gets Crazy. That is our group on Facebook with, by the way, some of the best mods on the planet, coolest human beings you will ever meet. Uh, hopefully you, you won't cross them and have to meet them that way. You'll meet them in a happy way on Here's Where It Gets Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you if you don't like using social media, well, hey, you can find us via your phone. Yes, that's right, Matt. We have a phone number one eight three three S T D W Y T K. Call. You'll hear a you'll hear a voicemail message. Uh, you'll have three minutes. Those three minutes belong to you. We can't wait to hear from you. Uh, we have some tips for you that will uh, help you help you get around some of the weirdness of speaking into the void for three minutes. Uh, first, go ahead and open with uh, your name or your nickname uh, and let us know whether or not you are okay with your voice and name being used on air or your nickname. Uh, second, tell us what's going on. Give us the scoop. Give us the skinny. Hip us. Hip us to uh, the story. Uh, and then third, if there's anything you want to just say to us, uh, then leave that for the end. Uh, if if it's something you just want Matt, Noel, Alexis, or Paul, or me to know. Uh, and then fourth, last thing, most important, if there's a really long story that's on your mind, uh, go ahead and write to us at our email address. We'll, we'll give you that email address. We've, we made uh, some pretty good progress, I think, uh, going through our voicemail queue. And so what are you talking about? You did, Ben. You you did that, dude. We thank you. <laughs> we did it, and Matt had to be a one man army for a very long time. So we instituted something that, without any hint of irony or pretension, we were calling Operation Scorched Earth voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Scorched mail. It that was, was great. better. We should have. That's <laughs> what we should have gone with. But um. But so we can't wait to hear from you. Uh, but if you do not feel comfortable with the social meds. Uh, if you don't really dig using the phone, totally get it. That's why uh, we are always here for you. There's one easy way you can always contact us. That is our good old-fashioned email address where we are. Conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Attention, true crime enthusiasts. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.